It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Salutations. Welcome to Cerrito Live. Hey, we're high atop Mount Moriah down the hall from nonstop hip-hop here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the program. Welcome to this action-packed edition of Cerrito Live. It's going to be a fun show today. Uh, I'll be joined by Marcus Hunter in a minute. On the other side of the glass, we've got the king of crunch, C.J. Hurt, and Johnny Radio, the sleaze of Memphis. We've got Smoothie King. In the green room today, serving up some delicious smoothies. Have you grabbed one of these smoothies yet? You got CJ, go. CJ's on his way right now to grab one of these smoothies. All right, so here's what we got going on today. On the broadcast, Marcus Hunter will join us momentarily for our new opening segment. But before we get to that, uh, have you tried this, CJ? CJ, try these smoothies yet? I, I got to get important people on the phone, Mr. Cerrito. I'm trying to get hold of Marcus, and and then I'll get to the smoothies. All right, whatever, CJ. Uh, all right, so here's what we got going on today on the program. Marcus Hunter in a minute. We're going to do a new segment. Yeah, we're excited about this. We've been doing the starting five for years and years and years when this show is known as something else. But starting today, we've got a new segment with Marcus where we'll look at what's trending in Memphis. And following uh, talking to Marcus... We will talk to Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. He will join us, as he does every week in the 11 o'clock hour. We've got a special guest following that, and a special game, too, which we're calling Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader? Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader? Because there's a teacher who's made national headlines this week about uh, using math to teach his second graders in Arlington. And so he's going to join us for a minute, and we're going to have a, a game, Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader, between CJ and Johnny... They're going to compete against each other to see who is, in fact, smarter than a second grader. Um, so we'll do that a little bit later on. If you want to be an at-home player in that game, that means all you got to do is sit at home and let Johnny or CJ win you a great prize. All you got to do is tweet at me, at Cerrito, and you can become an at-home player. If you want to just sign up to be an at-home player in the future when we do these games, you can email live at gmail.com. That's live at gmail.com. If you want to be an at-home player in... Uh, the future on this program, but tweet me now, Ed Cerrito, if you want to be an at-home player a little bit later on when we do Are You Smarter Than a uh, Grizz Second Grader? That's what we're calling Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader coming up on the show. Also, hang up and listen at noon. We'll have great prizes for you to win there. And uh, Holly, my podcast co-host, will join me. Holly Whitfield at I Love Memphis. Uh, will join us here at uh, 1230. We'll talk about the New York Times story. It got a lot of attention this week. Uh, the New York Times publishing a story about Memphis. They spent 36 hours in Memphis. It's a great story. If you haven't read that, you can find that on my Twitter feed as well. But also, uh, so there's there's oodles of different ways for you to win stuff on today's show. Not only do we have Hang Up and Listen at noon, We're gonna you can tweet me to be an at-home player, and you can win a Smoothie King Family 4-Pack 
um, as an at-home player by listening to the show and just seeing if CJ or Johnny wins it for you during Are You Smarter Than a Gross Second Grader. And you'll also have a chance to win this uh, because this is the first official edition of Cerrito Live here on uh, Sports 56, the show for many years known as a different name. And, of course, when we do a transition like this, there's always some concern that, eh, we might slip up and call the show by its old name. I know it's going to happen. I'm, I know it's, it's, it's guaranteed to probably happen today on the first show. It may be in the first segment that we accidentally called this show what it used to be known as, which is MSL, right, or Memphis Sport Live. So as a way to help prevent that and to reward our loyal listeners, uh, we've decided to give you a chance to listen and win. So here's how this is working on the show. If at any point... Here on out until we put an end to this, we will. We will. It's indefinite right now. It's an indefinite, ongoing contest on this show. But anytime you hear myself, Johnny Radio, or CJ Hurt refer to this program as MSL, the first caller at three six zero eighty two fifty five will win. Will win a Cerrito Live prize pack. So it's a, it's it's a contest to help us make sure we're in check. And uh, but we know it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen today, probably. Somebody calls this show. Either me, CJ, or uh, Johnny will call this show um, MSL. But if if we do, we not, again the contest is not gonna count if we're referring to it like in past tense. In past tense. But if we like say it was fun when we were on Memphis Sport Live, but I can't wait for the future. Dude, right. I'm like a dictionary. Right. So that does not count. But if we accidentally slip up and call the show MSL or Memphis Sport Live, then you can call 360-8255. The first caller will get a Cerrito Live prize pack. That contest is going to be ongoing uh, until we call it off. So for the for the next few weeks, as we uh, get adjusted to the new name of the program, that ongoing contest will go on. So we have, I, this is like a record number of possible prizes for you to win on the show today. But we're going to go ahead. Again, it's only when... We mess up and call the show by the wrong name. So uh, phone lines are already lighting up. It's does not the way that we just used it is a past tense. If we slip up and call the show by the wrong name, that is when you can call in at 360-8255 and win a prize pack. But we're going to start every week on the show like we've always done, and it's talking to Marcus Hunter. He is Mr. Selfie, Mr. Sweet Team. He's Marcus Hunter. Marcus underscore underscore Hunter. What's up, Marcus? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sorito? All right, so we're shaking things up. The, one of the <laughs> few changes, there's few changes on this show, Marcus. Uh, okay, but yeah. Outside the, sure. outside the name. And we're getting more uh, black people this year. Oh, that is, you know what, you know what, uh, with this being MLK weekend, a lot of folks celebrated that. It's awesome that you're saying that right now, Johnny, because, you know, Dr. King had a dream, and it, the fact that we're going to get more black people on this program is definitely something that, what? Who? you know, worth talking about. It really we, is. We, I feel good. We already have more black yeah. people on this show than most people. <laughs> So the, I, Kevin, I'm all for right, it though. You, know, you are right. You are a trendsetter in the city of Memphis. Speaking of that, speaking of trends, y'all Marcus, know my little shorty's going to be working here. We've got. Right. <laughs> we've got uh, our regular segment was the starting five. We used to recap the five biggest stories in Memphis. We're 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 shaking that up, and we're going to start uh, doing the trending topics in. Memphis, and we're going we're gonna to do locally and nationally to start the show every week. What's been trending this week? What's trending now? Trending topics. Do we have music for this, Johnny? There we go. All right. <laughs> Sounds familiar. 
<laughs> All right, trend, trending topics. Let's start with the first uh, trending topic in Memphis uh, right now, and that would be Jeff Green. The trade officially went down on Monday, and man, the dunk went down last night. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Marcus, but last night against the Orlando Magic, the Grizzlies got to win 106-96, and it was Jeff Green's coming out game. It was Jeff Green's, hey, this is why the Grizzlies made this trade game. He had 21 points, including 12 in the fourth quarter, and what was maybe the best dunk in the National Basketball Association last night over Victor Oladipo. Did you see that? Well, yeah, it was yeah, it was a pretty nice dunk, and the fact that he dunked over Oladipo with another defender basically hanging off of his back, and he didn't even seem to let that dude phase him at all. So uh, this is a very, very good sign, good start. You know, it seems like he's coming out, and he's already you know embracing the grit grind kind of mentality. At the Memphis Grizzlies have, and uh, obviously uh, with losing James Johnson uh, to uh, Toronto, you know having a guy that's going to come in and make plays like that to get the fans excited is uh, very good for the Grizzlies. So, so Jeff Green uh, it is a is is it is proving that this trade worked. We talked about it last week on whether or not. Uh, this this made sense for the Grizzlies, and it wasn't the best case scenario because you know there was other better rumors out there. But Jeff Green, so far so good in his Memphis Grizzlies uniform. So let's go on to the next trending topic in Memphis right now, and that is the shocker of all shockers: uh, the University of Memphis Tigers defeated the Cincinnati Bearcats. 63 to 50 at Federal Express Forum the other night on a Thursday night, six o'clock game. And holy mackerel, the Tigers, they had a great game and they looked well coached for those, uh, Tiger haters out there. It, it really is one of those games where there's people talking in absolutes about Josh Pastner and whether he can or cannot coach and, I do think at some t- sometimes it all comes together, and it all came together on Thursday night. Of course, Cincinnati without their coach. Yeah, and you know um, sometimes it takes teams longer than other teams uh, to get together and get themselves together. I mean, Duke just lost two games in a row, and they're a very talented basketball team. And I'm sure many people expect for the Blue Devils to still make the NCAA tournament. I'm not going to go as far as to say the Tigers are going to make the tournament, but. They are going to have some good games. I think this team is younger. They're going to have more bad games than good games. But as long as, you know, they sprinkle a few good games in there, Josh Pastner will be able to keep the haters in space for a little bit longer. Right. And, of course, the Karan Iverson story is the other part that kind of happened with it. So there was the most surprising thing, I guess, for the Tigers this week. We could definitely give it to the Cincinnati victory. was not expected, and it really is something that, it makes it, it makes it exciting that the Tigers are in this conference and get to have some rivalry games again and having the Cincinnati game on the schedule because it just the fan base can be happy for just just a little bit. Of course, we've got many fans who may be in their car right now on their way to, to the forum. It's a doubleheader day at the Grindhouse. But so that most the, the most surprising thing would be the win. The most unsurprising thing is Karan Iverson is gone from the team. It's something the the writing on the wall uh, has been there for that for a few days. Of course, the soft, sophomore forward who's been suspended and is now officially going to be gone from the University of Memphis. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because I mean, remember everything that uh, that he went through and the university went through just to get him in school there and for it to end this way. 
it's like it was all just a waste and you know the kids should have never gone to Memphis in the first place but hey I'm, obviously I'm sure the Tigers and Tiger Nation wish him nothing but the best of luck and obviously it's the <laughs> best thing for the basketball team it is good so uh also, uh, as we continue, we're doing trending topics. Another trending topic. This one uh, surprises me. This is our last local topic before we go national. The TV show Empire is still trending in Memphis. We're looking at, at trends in Memphis. The show on Fox Empire has got it's the number one show of the night in Memphis, according to our buddy Ernie Freeman. Uh, it's like the second week of this show, Empire, uh, starring um what's his name from hustle and flow i haven't watched it yet marcus have you seen terrence howard yes Uh, dj i wanted to call him dj but yeah terrence howard yeah terrence howard to roger p henson has a uh, fantastic uh cast in it uh unfortunately i have not seen it yet you know with my schedule i was always asleep when it comes on but i had dvr'd it and i planned on uh watching it uh this weekend because i've heard great things about the show um but you know what i think that this goes to show that shows like this or something that the black community have been starving for, you know, to have a show on national network television uh, that has, you know, a, that features a black African-American cast. And obviously the people in the city of Memphis are embracing this show. And that is uh, just fantastic to see the folks doing that. Uh, okay, Mark, that was a long answer show. for a show that I you don't even watch. Show. All you needed to say was no, because we have an Empire expert here in Conrad Hurt who has watched. I just haven't, I just haven't seen it yet. I just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I, just, I haven't seen it yet either. CJ, uh, you've, you've seen Empire? I've seen bits and pieces of it. Oh, you haven't watched it either? Oh, come on. How are you going to call him an expert? He's seen the bits and pieces. All right, well, let's. <laughs> My girlfriend is an expert. All right, we should have had. Maybe by the end of the show, I can uh, call you guys back and let you know what I think about it. Tweet us. Watch Your girlfriend should write a book on everything a boyfriend should not do. (laughs) All right, let's. We're going to keep moving in trending. That would be a fantastic and easy book for uh, her to write, dude. Right. uh, we've, We've. figured out uh, a lot of those things from cj already so all right we're gonna go to the we're gonna switch gears now to nationally what's been trending this week uh nationally number one uh story uh being ohio state winning the college football playoff in impressive fashion against oregon i said it i mean man oh man i gotta ask this though marcus do you think urban meyer is the best coach now in college football no, I don't think so. Uh, I think that he obviously is one of the best coaches. But, um, I mean, to, to say he is the best coach in college football, I don't know if you can go that far. I mean, some teams had great seasons. Some some, some teams had great seasons and have had as good of seasons as they had and didn't have the same amount of, of talent. Ohio State, let's not get it wrong. They have talent. And fortunately for them, when they got into the uh, top four, they got to play an Alabama team that was physical with them, and they could be physical right back, and they won that game. And then Oregon, Oregon, honestly, they were what I thought they were, a team that once you put some kind of uh, physical pressure up against them, they would fold. And that's exactly what happened. Ohio State did that to them. I think Alabama would have done the same thing. I still think Nick Saban is the best coach because Nick Saban did get his team the final four and to a national number one ranking with a team that has been much less talented than past Alabama teams. So Nick is still Nick Saban, if you ask me. Yeah, you wonder about the. And we're going to go back to what is a a, a very frequent way to analyze college football uh, to me, which is what if Ohio State was in the SEC this year? They they lost their game against Virginia Tech. You got to think though, if they played the SEC West schedule, that they'd have a second loss somewhere on there. Do you not? Oh. Without a doubt, yeah, they would have had a second loss uh, had they played uh, an SEC West schedule. But 
They didn't. And so they were able to get into that top four. And like I said, you know, we're going to find out that these playoffs are a lot like the NBA playoffs. It's a lot about matchups. And I think the matchups just fell the right way. And Ohio State, Alabama, I think those two teams, you know, take the pass. It just so happens that on that particular night, Ohio State was the better team. What bothers me about it is, because again, I thought Ohio State, the way they looked against Alabama, I had a feeling that they could pull this off against Oregon. Then the way they look against Oregon, you're like, yes, Ohio State is probably the best team in the country right now, but... I don't know if they were still. I don't. This it just bothers me. I don't think they deserve the the chance to play for the national championship. I know they proved it on the field. They beat those two teams, but their resume. You take the name off their jersey. You take the name off TCU's jersey. Take the name off of Baylor's jersey. I still don't think they are the ones who deserve to be there and have that opportunity. Because who knows? Hey, if Memphis was playing in those games, who knows if the how well the Tigers would have done? We okay, don't know. Check yourself, son. <laughs> Look, I mean, you have I'm to understand, it's very simple. Baylor and TCU played in a conference that didn't have a championship game. Fortunately for Ohio State, they played in a Big Ten championship game, beat the tar out of Wisconsin, and they got in and did their business. Hey, uh, hey speaking of Memphis, how about the Tigers in the top 25 in the final eight people? Whoever thought that was going to happen? Yeah, that is, that is uh Yeah, yeah. The Tigers are trending nationally in the top 25. It's happened before with D'Angelo Williams, and I. I know, but I'm just saying, like after the few, after the last couple of years, I mean, for that to happen this year. You, Wait till this year on. was the slogan, right? And yeah, just one more thing I still got to say about the national championship and stuff. The what? Ducks, they try to wear teams down with tempo, but it's football. It's all about the same thing. It's physical, and if you go out there and you have physical somebody, you're going to beat them. Ducks lose yeah, every year to the same physical style football. They lost to yeah, Stanford. Yeah, they lost to Auburn. They lost to Ohio State. Physical football teams. Because that's what football is. I mean, football is about who is ultimately who is the toughest. And when you get to that level, of, like, like think about last year's uh, NFL Super Bowl. Uh, you had the Denver Broncos, the finesse offensive team against the Seattle Seahawks, strong defense and defense. I'll punch you in the mouth. Win. Whatever, dude. I mean, it's, no, no, no. That's the kind of defense. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, not, not you. Well, you know, you normally, you know, I'm not. I'm used to you saying things like that to me, so I just. You know, my fan, my I know, fan, I'm sorry. I know it wasn't about you. It's all good. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, punch you in the mouth. They can't take that kind of thing. All right. Uh, well, yeah. So anyway, I, that, this, so that doesn't bother. I just don't think Ohio State deserved the opportunity to prove to us that they did in the way that it's set up right now. I think you have to go. So st- go to eight. Go to eight. And they would have deserved to be in the eight. I think Absolutely. there was no question that they would have deserved to be in the eight. Then you could also have Michigan State who beat Baylor, who you wanted in. Baylor. Remember? No, no, no. Baylor would have been, over, been in over TCU, and they lost to Michigan State, who Ohio State put a whipping all over their face. I don't so know. So, therefore, haha. I want TC, I think TCU proved by the end of the year that they were the team that deserved to be in there, and if you think about it, their but only they loss. They could not have gotten in over Baylor, who was, beat them. But that's their only loss was to a good team. They had the best loss of anybody's losses across the. the I board. hear what you're saying. They had the best loss. They did have the best loss. Right, and they, they, they looked awesome against Ole Miss. They did, but did you, did you realize that they are the only team in their conference that won their bowl game? Their bowl, their conference sucked. Also not a good conference. I agree I, I agree with that. All right, uh, so the Ohio State, the trending uh, as the champions, but also 
You look at uh, Cardell Jones, their quarterback, has decided to return to school, the third-string quarterback, who was impressive. I it, Nobody knew this guy's name a month ago to the point where it was a trivia question in my trivia night uh, this past week as what is the first name of the quarterback for Ohio State. And... They could have said Braxton, and you. They, you. What would you? Would you? No, they, would you it was specific to the oh, national. Game. Who started it? Who started the national title game for for Ohio State? And they had two choices: Cardell or Braxton. And some folks still missed it. But anyway, he's coming back to school. Uh, you know, I can't. I can't sit on the radio and tell you if that's a good decision or not. It's not my decision. It was his decision. He's coming back to school. Yeah, it's his decision. You know, and there are some people who want to be critical about the way that he went about making his decision. I mean, having a press conference at a high school uh, with his own T-shirt on. But I think that that was uh, something that he did by design to basically tell kids out there, hey, education is important. And he's going back to school to get his education. And he wanted to set a positive example. Because, I mean, let's face it, if the kid doesn't go into the NFL draft this year, even if he sits on the bench next year at Ohio, Ohio State, He's still going to be a top pick after the combine. He's still going to go to the NFL next year. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't start at Michigan, but he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Sometimes you don't have to be the top guy on the team in order to be a good pro. And if he's going to be a good pro, he's going to be a good pro regardless. Brady did start at Michigan. I thought, oh, well, he's backed up for a while. My bad. He did back up for a long while. Okay, and yeah. we got we got to keep moving. The NFL playoffs uh, continue this weekend. For the first time in a long time, we've got two teams that are seven-point favorites. The two teams, of course, the top seeds, the teams that that I uh, picked to go to the to the Super Bowl. What's up? It's happened four other times. It's only happened four other times that they've been that the the two of the uh, what what is the is semifinals for the National Football League is. Or, or going to be two games with seven point spreads. That's what we're saying. So it, it's big time favorites uh, this weekend, Marcus. Are you going? Or are you picking? Who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to pick. Uh, unfortunately, I don't like the, the New England Patriots, but I think they're going to win that game. It's just they had a have a great matchup. The AFC once the once the AFC teams got into the playoffs, they were very weak. And New England, you know, they're basically going to get to the Super Bowl by default this year. Um, and the NFC, I don't like the Seattle Seahawks for obvious reasons, so I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, A.A. Run, I think, is going to be able to get it done uh, against the Seattle uh, defense because he's a great quarterback, and I think that Seattle's lack of offense is going to finally catch up with them. Did you say A.A. Ron? Yeah, A.A. Ron. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron Rogers, come on, man. Do you not watch Key and Peele? Do I you do. not watch Key and Peele? I do. Oh, I love that sketch. Video. That sketch is my favorite sketch of anything what? on television. A.A. Ron. We'll get it tweeted out. You haven't seen this? Marcus. Hey, hey, Ron. Marcus, I'll let you explain it. But it's about a substitute okay. teacher. So do we have a teacher on it's the show today? Yes, about a I'm a teacher. teacher who is basically coming from a school in a more urban neighborhood, and now he's in a class with um, a lot of white kids. And let's and their names are normal names, but he's basically turning their normal names into more urban names. So the name Aaron becomes a Aaron, and the name Blake becomes Balake. I mean things like that. I love it. Kid, you gotta check it out. Oh, that's that is that is I mean, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, you would be Jahani. Jahani. <laughs> I like Jahani. Jahani. <laughs> that's Key and Bill. They're 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 hilarious. Pull up that clip. We'll play some of it in a minute. We'll get that pulled up. We'll find it. 
Um, all right. Uh, so last thing trending is uh, in the past 24 hours. This is new to trending. Uh, Greg Anthony, CBS Sports and Turner Broadcasting. Can I get a shout out to all my women out there working hard? <laughs> Greg Anthony uh, was revealed. He was in. So Greg Anthony is in Maryland for Maryland Michigan State. Actually, he's in the D.C. area for for the Maryland Michigan State game today. He was going to call it for CBS, and apparently he was arrested for soliciting prostitution. And Greg Anthony will no longer be working for CBS this season. He has been suspended indefinitely following that last night. Greg Anthony, of course. A big part of that, uh, when the when Mark Gasol and Mike Conley were on NBA TV, Greg Anthony was uh, there hanging out with them, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, Greg Anthony does a pretty good job fitting in on that TNT type of atmosphere." But uh, doesn't look like he'll be back again this year. So they they got an open open spot there at Dude, come at on, Turner man. Broadcast. Like, what did Marv Albert do again? Oh well, we don't want to get into what Marv Albert did. He did, and he's doing great on. He TV. did that behind do- behind closed doors. Um, I don't think he was soliciting it. It's a matter of, of of legal or not legal. Do you think he should be suspended for it, Marcus? Um, I, I prefer <laughs> comment. You know his wife's probably just like, oh, that's just him being him. You think that's what she's saying? Well, you know, you know, here's the thing. Unfortunately, I think that happens more often than not. He just got caught this time. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying specific to him. I'm just saying with a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, when you get called uh, a prostitute, it's everybody's first time. You think it was? Yeah, it was his first time up uh, here. You you would think he would th- remember Eugene Robinson shout out dude. Okay, but here so there's a problem now at CBS. We don't know he's. It doesn't seem like he's officially been suspended from his role with Turner, but probably that will come. But he's the number two guy in the Final Four now. He was sitting next to Jim Nance, being the guy calling the championship game. He got promoted last year, so now they're gonna have to find somebody else to call the game with. Maybe he'll just call because Steve Kerr, who is now coaching the Golden State Warriors, and Greg Anthony and Jim Nance were on the team for the Final Four last year. Steve Kerr is now a coach. Uh, Greg Anthony, now arrested for soliciting prostitution. Yo, Kurt so Nance, to... come on, man. Let's go out. We're going to go get a couple of hooks and everything. I bet they're glad they didn't go out there last night. My goodness. Are you hearing this, Marcus? Like, Johnny has, like, slang terms that I had never heard of, uh, which makes sense, but uh, for, for soliciting prostitution. All right. That does it for, for the uh, <laughs> for trending. Maybe, to- he has a lot of, maybe he has experience in that field. All right. That does it for trending topics today, Marcus. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Holla back. Have a good one. All right, everybody. Follow, live. <laughs> everybody, follow Marcus at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter on uh, Twitter. And hey, we're not only uh, we're on Twitter. You can tweet me at Cerrito. I think we still have a spot open if you want to be an at-home player today. We're giving away a Smoothie King, a family four-pack of smoothies from Smoothie King. Smooth. Be good to yourself. Shout out to Smoothie King. They're supplying the smoothies uh, today in our green room. Uh, they are delicious, and uh, we're going to give away four smoothies, a family four-pack of smoothies, to somebody uh, today. You used to be an at-home player. You just sit at home while CJ and Johnny try to answer second-grade math problems a little bit later You know on. I'm a math whiz. Well, we'll find out. We'll find Bring out. Bring it. <laughs> But not only can you can you get in touch with us on on Twitter, uh, on and we're on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Cerrito. But we're the first show ever to embrace first show in Memphis, at least to embrace this social media platform. We'll tell you about that next when we come back. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Keeping it real for over 20 years. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! 
All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for making us a part of your Saturday. We've got a game coming up in a minute. We're going to play Are You Smarter Than a a Grizz Second Grader? Competition between CJ and Johnny. Tweet me at Cerrito if you want to be the at-home player uh, for that. Uh, Somebody's going to win a family four-pack of smoothies to Smoothie King. Be good to yourself. We've got smoothies from Smoothie King uh, in the green room today. They are delicious. CJ, um, please share your thoughts on these, these delicious smoothies. Well, these smoothies are one of the well, the smoothies we have in the green room. They're one of the eleven mil replacement smoothies. This one we have is the Power Punch Plus, and it is delicious. It's one of the best smoothies I've had. I'm gonna have to go up there and get one. It's got a, got a nice fruity taste to it. It's not overwhelming. Hits you with a nice sweet aftertaste, and you know you can drink this instead of eating a meal and lose some weight. Okay, so coming so coming up in a in a, in a minute when we play that that game, I, I love these smoothies. By the way, I just realized this because we were talking to Marcus about that Keenan uh, Peel uh, sketch, right? The substitute teacher who mispronounces all the names. Our guest in the next segment, our guest in the next segment, the teacher from Arlington's name is Blakey. It is Blakey. Do we know how he he <laughs> Blake Blake Miller is the name of their teacher who's coming on? I think we have audio of him in school being called by his name in class. All right, let's let's see. Blake Miller, what would what would the Keenan Pill guy say? A.A. Ron, of course, Aaron Rodgers. A.A. Ron Rodgers. <laughs> and we've got Blake Miller. Blake. What? Do you want to go to war, Malaki? Because no. we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. So you better check yourself. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? If one of y'all says some silly ass name, this whole class is gonna feel my wrath. Now, D nice. Do you mean Denise? Son of a. <laughs> All right. Uh, say the name right, right now. Denise. Say it right. Denise. Correctly. Denise. Right. Denise. Right. D nice. That's better. <laughs> All right. Marcus Reverson, that clip. Just casually, Marcus just, I mean, he just casually called Aaron Rodgers A.A. Ron Rodgers, and I was like, hold the phone here. We're turning it into a Comedy Central skit. All right. Um, anyway, thanks again for Smoothie King for uh, hooking us up with these with these Smoothie King. Be good to yourself. It's perfect smoothie weather out this weekend. We have been blessed with, with arguably the best Martin Luther King Day weekend weather I have ever, ever encountered. So get out there, enjoy that, grab a smoothie. But uh, every week on this program in the 11 o'clock hour, we're joined by the Grizzlies writer for the Memphis Flyer. His name is Kevin Leip, and he joins us now. All right, Kevin Sanity, what's up, life? <laughs> what's up, man? How are you? Doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, ooh, the Jeff Green's doing pretty good. We got we got to talk about uh, last night's performance because I do think it was it happened pretty fast, actually, for the the Jeff Green era to really have a memorable game, a memorable moment, something that you can put on Vine or watch on on Sports Center's top ten. I'm sure it was on there. I don't know what number it was. But uh, Jeff Green had an awesome game against, of course, the Orlando Magic last night in Orlando. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, I really think last night's performance out of him was kind of it's something of a like a best case scenario for him, right? I mean, he he really wasn't shooting that well. I think he ended like eight of fifteen or something like that. But 
he, he didn't shoot very well, but he still was able to get to the line. He was attacking the rim. He had some monster dunks. Uh, just his his presence on the floor really kind of gave the Grizzlies a, a different look. Is that you know he he's a guy who attacks the rim. He's a guy who can you know who can take some threes and and kind of stretch the defense a little bit. Even though they're you know let's be honest they're probably not going to go in, but he can take them. And uh, you know I, I think that 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 last night was really uh, was really kind of a showcase of of why they traded for him. He he just really he does things that no nobody else on the roster really does. And the guys that he got traded for didn't really do either. Right. Uh, he he's he's filling that that void. There hasn't been somebody like you watch that dunk, and he's dunking like like Vince Carter uh, used to dunk, like James Johnson did last year. Right. Like you had James Johnson on the team uh, as well, just without the neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I mean that the James Johnson comparison does does make a little bit of sense. I think I think Green is a little bit more skilled of a player. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and doesn't just run on run on pure crazy like James Johnson does. But you know that that is a similar. Um, I think that they are they're good fits for the Grizzlies for similar reasons, right? It's athleticism uh, that that gives that second unit um, a different kind of a, a different look and a different complexion and and lets them kind of do different things. And so the so the trade now is over, but you have an article up at memphisflyer.com. I highly recommend everybody bookmark the Beyond the Arc blog so you can read all of Leip's stuff on the Flyers' website. But uh, your, your current article is titled, Are the Grizzlies Done Making Moves? Are the Grizzlies Done Making Moves? And, well, the first question, I guess, is do you whether or not they are or not, do you think they should be? Um. Oh, well, I still think that there's kind of a void in uh, in the bench front court. I think that Jeff Green kind of is going to fill the same role that Tayshawn Prince and, and John Luer have filled of, of guarding kind of stretch guys. But you know, you're like your Reggie Evans and your uh, you know Franchuluka. I'm thinking about guys that are just huge <laughs> and basically only work on the block. You still don't have anybody on the bench who can guard those guys. So I still think that there's there's some kind of a veteran minimum signing of some kind of an old big man or maybe a D league call up of somebody. Uh, you know, the names that, that have kind of been floated around are like Emeka Okafor, Jermaine O'Neal, some of those kind of guys, Kenny Martin, who was on a ten day for the Bucks recently. Um they're they're out there, they're available and I think uh headed into the playoffs you'll probably see them pick up a guy like that. But but other than that, unless unless they can get Ray Allen or somebody like that. I, I think they're probably done. I think I think they're kind of good. So I I mean I th- and again after last night, of course you're only you're playing Orlando, who's not uh, a playoff team, but they're close to it. They're eventually going to be a playoff team. Like next year, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they're they're on their way in that in that the right direction. But but yeah. the the team you need some time to have Jeff Green uh, work into to getting used to playing with these guys and these guys having him and getting used to what his skill set is, which, again, he does bring a different type of uh, athleticism than the Grizzlies have been used to at that position. Yeah, and it looked last night like he he, he and Gasol kind of had a little bit of chemistry and, and just, you know, improvising, basically. Ian Green's had one practice, I think. So, you know, I do think that um, that there's there's definitely potential for those two guys to develop a good chemistry together. Uh, no, I thought that was promising last night. And uh, tonight, the Grizzlies returned to FedEx Forum at 8 o'clock. It's a doubleheader day down at the Grindhouse. The Grizzlies tonight against Portland, which is going to be an interesting matchup. Because this could have been uh, a little role reversal if we you know, take a small step into 
what we called uh, what the Twilight Grizz Zone when we looked at what if yeah. you know things didn't happen the way it did. Like Portland could have Jeff Green. They were the yeah. other team that was immensely interested in getting Jeff Green on their roster. So tonight the Grizzlies could have been watching. Grizzlies fans could be watching Jeff Green in a Portland uniform, but. Uh, Looks like that didn't happen. So what does that mean? Do we have an idea of what Portland's going to try to do? Because they're one of those teams that everybody in the West is making at least one move. And what's Portland's move going to be? I don't know. I think Portland's issue is still their bench. I mean, that's that's kind of been their issue throughout this run. They've been making their their bench when when they go to the bench, their scoring just kind of dries up. And they're 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 such an elite offensive team with their starters that you know that drop off kind of. Uh, it kind of really hurts them, but I, I don't know. I really don't know what the, what they're going to do. I, I think that they miss Robert Lopez, um, so I, I, that's anybody's guess. All right, um, and then of course there's the rumor out there about what's going to happen with Tayshawn Prince because there's there's just people saying that he could end up wearing a Clippers uniform. Yeah, that's um, Doc Rivers seems to be just signing uh, old guys and guys who <laughs> don't play anywhere else. So uh, I, I think that they could they could actually use him though. I I, I wasn't uh, that that was a little more negative than I meant to be, but I, I do think that they could use him. Um, they they really desperately need wing help, uh, it, and I think that um, you know I think that'd be a really good pickup for them actually. I I think he can help uh, any playoff team. It's it's one of the it's one of those things. Grizzlies got lucky that because uh, a different strategies for building an NBA team is you wait for one team to have a fire sale and have great talent available at little cost, and so they're able to get Jeff Green without having to part with too much. Uh, right. And now, but at the end, like Tayshawn Prince, who you know the Grizzlies didn't have to have, could really really help another team. And right. it, it would be very interesting if he ends up on the Clippers, and you're talking a Grizz Clippers playoff series, and you got Tayshawn on the other side of, of, of the court. But um, so tonight's Portland, then Monday's Martin Luther King Day, uh, the annual classic at uh, 4 p.m. against the Mavericks. Now that should be interesting because we're t- we're talking uh, two Western Conference playoff teams, two teams that recently uh, acquired teams from the Boston Celtics. So. So that's an interesting storyline that goes with that, and it's just it's so much so much fun uh, on Martin Luther King Day at FedEx Forum. You've got in attendance getting getting honored um, Earl Monroe, Chauncey Billups, and Jason Collins. Yeah, I, Martin, the Martin Luther King game is such a cool thing that the Grizzlies do, and I really I really wish that it were still on national TV. Um, you know, they, they it used to be on ESPN every year, and now it's on NBA TV. And I feel like it just doesn't get the doesn't get the recognition that it used to get. And I, I think that's a shame. I think it's such a cool thing, and it's such a Memphis focused thing. You know, that's it's good for our city. It's good for the NBA. It's good for it's good for everybody for that to be kind of featured. And hey, so, you know, it's a shame to me that it doesn't get the same recognition it used to. Be it, be it, hey, being on uh, NBA TV, that means Greg Anthony might be able to. Oh wait. Never mind. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, the Grizzlies did get a new national TV game this week, didn't they? somebody pick them up? Uh, I think so. I don't. I don't remember who it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got one game that they dropped the Knicks um, again, and the, and the Grizzlies are going to be on TNT. Right? Knicks have dropped 16 straight. Oh, they oh they keep losing games is what, what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I, think, I think there is a uh, a new a new one added on. Yeah, Denver, Denver. The Grizzlies game versus Denver on the 29th will be on TNT, 
and that's one of the that's the game that Mark Gasol on when he was on NBA TV said he had circled on his calendar because the Grizzlies got embarrassed in Denver. Maybe their worst game of the year. Uh, so that game will be on TNT. Well, uh, that was also because of uh, Yusuf Nurkic, who was John at John at Mark Gasol. Uh, actually, right. there's a story. Uh, I think it was on SB Nation. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic's dad is like a seven foot tall, four hundred pound cop in Bosnia. Oh well. So I mean, that <laughs> explains why he thinks he can. That's why he's you know, tough. Yeah. Talk to everybody because his his dad is the biggest cop in the world. Yeah, yeah. That game uh, is the 29th, which is two days. <laughs> it's like two days before wrestling night at 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 the forum for the Grizzlies. So they should have um, almost got the timing down of that perfectly between. Uh, Mark Gasol and his in his new feud. All right, uh, all right, life. We gotta let you go. Uh, everybody, read his stuff at, at the uh, Flyers website. Follow him at Flyer Grizz Blog with only one Z. We will see you at the forum tonight and on Martin Luther King. Yep. All right. I'll be there. All right. See you, life. That's Kevin Lipe at the Flyer joins us every week. Before we go to break, let me tell you this portion of MSL has been brought to you by East 24 Hour Cafe. Now with four Memphis area locations, it's easier than ever before to go eat at Ease. And it's been brought to you by TCBY, America's best yogurt. We'll take a quick timeout and we'll be right back. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Take us anywhere you go. Download the Sports 56 app for your smartphone or tablet. Only from Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. It's always weird when we're doing this show after football season and there's no football on the TV. But uh, big day of football tomorrow uh, in the National Football League. But uh, if you have more missed supports on the show, you catch the podcast CerritoLive.com. You can go to iTunes and search Cerrito Live. You can... Follow us on Twitter. Also, hey, this is it. I told you earlier, I hinted at it. We've got this new thing going on. We're the first radio show in Memphis broadcasting history to be on Snapchat. All right, so we're on Snapchat, the uh, device that Johnny Radio uses to send nude pictures to people, but other people use it for different things. And uh, you can get a behind-the-scenes look. Snapchat's really it's it's kind of taken off in the sports world, and and just in and just the media world as well. Because when Snapchat used to be, it's the picture you send a picture and it disappears after ten seconds, right? That's the idea of Snapchat. But then they added this new element where you can post a story on Snapchat, where you can just constantly post pictures and they disappear after twenty-four hours. So you've got uh, Memphis, uh, the University of Memphis is on Snapchat now, and they're posting pictures from and video from the Tiger basketball game the other night. The Grizzlies are on Snapchat. They're posting pictures uh, from their events. And we're the first radio show in Memphis to be posting on Snapchat. So you can follow us on Snapchat. Search Cerrito Live. we got behind-the-scenes videos and, and pictures we're going to be posting uh, throughout the show. So we're the first first show to embrace the Snapchat revolution. Again, we promise you, Johnny Radio will not. He does not have control of this, so he will not be sending any pictures, so you don't have to be concerned about that. Um, do not be concerned that he, he will... Uh, he will not hijack the Snapchat. 
But uh, it's it's fun. We got some pictures up already, and we're going to play with it over the next couple weeks. So uh, I bet you are. Find find Snapchat Cerrito Live on Snapchat. Also, hey, look up Tiger Athletics if you're if you're, uh, would be one to follow immediately. And Grizzlies, I believe they're under Grizzlies NBA, is their username on Snapchat. It's actually it's it's a it's a cool new social media platform, and we're happy to be the first Memphis radio show on Snapchat. Oh, hey, yeah. You know I host trivia all the time, right? That's why they call you the trivia master. <laughs> I, 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 before we get into playing, well, we're going we're gonna to play uh, Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader in just a moment. And uh, I will tell you that I've got some great trivia nights coming up because in the month of February, it's I Love the 90s Month. So every week in February, it's a 90s trivia theme, a trivia night. So i got trivia Wednesday nights at Tampa Tap, Thursday nights at the Green Beetle every Week it is going to be a different '90s thing. So we're going to do '90s TV one week, '90s movies one week, '90s name that tune, '90s Disney, all different types of '90s trivia themes at Tampa Tap on Wednesday and Green Beetle on Thursdays uh, throughout the month of February. Go to uh, Facebook.com/slash Cerrito Trivia for more information on that. And also a, a big giveaway. We're giving away a trip to Nashville at Green Beetle Trivia to go tour Tennessee Brew Works. So you got to check that out. But in a moment, we are going to play. Um, first ever edition of Are You Smarter Than a, a, a Grizz Second Grader? And to help us do that is our next guest. He is, he's, I guess he's gone uh, gone viral, I guess you could say, maybe? I don't know. He's become the, the most famous second grade teacher in the Mid-South. He is Blake Miller, and he joins us now. What's up, Blake? Oh, not too much, man. Good to be on the show. Hey, thanks for joining us. You can follow Blake on Twitter at BlakeMiller33 for all of his uh, or Blakey. Blakey? Is that how we say it, CJ? No, it, Blakey? It, it's just Blake. Blake Miller 3-3. <laughs> right. But Blakey, do you want to go to war? All right. No, all right. Blake I Mil- thought it was Balake. Balake? Is it Balake? Is that what it is? Let's okay. go with Blake, though. Let's go with Blake. I like Blake. Okay. That works. Blake Miller, uh, he teaches in Arlington. You might have seen the video. He's been on Channel 5. He's been on Channel 3. and He's been doing a real cool thing, interacting with his students uh, involving the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, Go ahead and tell people what you've been doing every day. Well, I st- we, we do uh, double-digit addition and double-digit subtraction in second grade, and they're regrouping skills, kind of their, their toughest thing they have to learn in second grade to be ready for third grade. Uh, so I wanted to just find a fun way to teach it. It's, it's fun for me too. Uh, my dream is be, was being a sportscaster until I actually had to interview somebody and I realized I talked too much for that. <laughs> uh, so I, so I decided, I decided on being a teacher. It's fun and it just allows me to kind of bring my sports passion into it. Uh, the kids are starting to like it. Uh, we started it right after Christmas is when we get into those topics. Uh, and they're, they're really starting to get into the Grizz. Uh, and when, when Channel 5 or Channel 3 came out the other day, they, they all, they all think they're famous. So, uh, <laughs> You see one of them, they might, they might want to sign it, their own autograph for you. Are you using the Grizzlies to help out with math? Are you using them to help out in any other subjects? or? I really just teach, I teach math, science, and social studies. Okay. But we have such a huge focus on math. So we, we spend, we spend, I would say, 80% of our time talking about math. So I really, right now, I just use it for math. All right. So um, we're talking with Blake Miller. He's uh, Arlington's second grade teacher. He uses Grizzlies math to teach his uh, students. Have you had any complaints from teachers uh, that this is part of the curriculum, or are they all embracing this? So far, everybody's embracing it. It's, it's, it's pretty new. I actually started a few years ago uh, when I, I taught second grade. I didn't talk two years in fifth grade. So I've, I've really just now brought it back. So uh, I think everybody's just now kind of finding out a, about it again. So yes. No complaints so far. Everybody's pretty happy about it. 
Like, do you don't have any like uh, kids that come to class wearing like a Lakers shirt or jersey or something? Oh no, if they would, I have to put them in another class. That wouldn't work. <laughs> All right, we're talking with Blake Miller. I know you brought some of your questions because this is cool. This is cool. So every day you can follow Blake on Twitter. I recommend you do that. It's a fun little math game. If you got if you got kids like in uh, you know around the first, second, third grade age and and want to help them learn math, this is a fun way to do it. And uh, so you can and you post your you've been posting on Twitter the the picture of your question every day. I think that's really cool. But we thought we'd play a, a little edition of Are You Smarter Than a Grizz Second Grader? We have um, our contestants uh, today are going to be CJ Hurt and Johnny Radio. Do you, you guys need pen and paper for this? Are you all going to just do it off the top of your head or what? I'm going straight out the brain. Okay. CJ, you're no paper, no pen and paper, nothing. I flunked out of pharmacy school. I can do second grade math in oh, my head. Oh, holy mackerel. Hey, man, the teacher says get your pen and paper out. That's what you got to do. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Let's let's cue up the music. And let's play. Are you are you smarter? We have no music. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And that's pretty much it. D d d d d d d. So no, they don't have music. All right, no game show music. All right. All right. So we're just gonna start. <laughs> All right, you got your first math problem. Let's go. I do. All right, this is the exact one that I gave my kids on Wednesday. Uh, it, the Grizzlies recently completed a three-way trade with the Celtics and Pelicans. As part of the trade, the Grizz received Jeff Green from the Celtics and sent Tayshaun Prince to the Celtics. Prior to the trade, Jeff Green would score 580 points on the season, while Prince had scored 190. How many more points did Jeff Green score than Tayshaun Prince prior to the trade? First one to answer. 310. No. 390. That's correct. All right. Boom! Radio. <laughs> First one to answer with the correct answer is going to get the point. We have one point, Johnny Radio, CJ with the wrong answer. Are you smarter than a Grizz second grader? Blake Miller, teacher from Arlington, who uses the Grizzlies to teach math to second graders. Johnny versus CJ. All right, question number two. Ready for the next one. All right. Tony Allen, better known as the grindfather, is one of the best defenders in the NBA. Often underrated is his ability to rebound. In his five seasons with the Grizz, Tony Allen has 419 offensive rebounds and 709 defensive rebounds. How many total rebounds does Tony Allen have since joining the Grizzlies? All right, we're waiting. First one to answer. John, are they allowed to use calculators? Oh, no, no, man. Second grade, we use pen and paper. I think we've got a cheater in our 11, class. 1128. <laughs> what do you say? 1128. That's correct. I'm gonna, I, we're going to have to throw that out. He's using a calculator. I don't have a calculator. I'm getting pen and paper now. All right. See, he doesn't have pen and paper. He was trying to go in the brain. Oh, come on, guys. All right. Got to have the pen and paper, man. I'm not giving anybody a point. we got to put the devices away. You'll be suspended from school if I you have a cell tweet. phone, right, right, Mr. Miller? They'll take, it, they'll take it away and put it in the office and make your mom and daddy come get it. That's what they do. All right. Don't let Mr. Miller take your your phone. I'll do it, man. All right, All right we're, let's go with question. We're going to go question three. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm ready. All right, this this one involves a little little more work. This is this is regarding last night's game. This is probably what I give the kids on uh, on Tuesday after after the break. All right, last night the Grizz defeated the Magic 106 to 96. Every Grizz starter scored in double figures. The starters' scoring totals are as follows: Tony Allen with 17, Zach Randolph with 18. Mark Gasol with 12, Courtney Lee with 16, and Bano Udry with 15. How many total points were scored by the Grizz starters 
and how many points were scored by the Grizz bench? Ooh, how many points from the Grizz starters and the Grizz bench? We've got no cell phone use going on right now. They finally got out pens and paper after <laughs> acting like they could do this in their head. 78 and 18? No. 78 and 28? 78 28 is correct. CJ with the point. All right. Did they score 96? Oh, no, they scored 106. They scored 106. Dead <laughs> They won. <laughs> you got to pay attention to the word problem. Don't let the words throw you off, Harden. I'm going to play this in class for the kids. Y'all just think this is going to happen. I got to tell them the same thing. <laughs> All right, so that's a preview of, of uh, Tuesday's Tuesday's question. There's no question on Monday because it's Martin Luther King Day. But I'm oh, sure yeah. it'll, inspire, it'll inspire many more. Do you have any other questions? Any more uh, questions we can go since Johnny cheated? Or you, or you, yeah, uh, I, can, I can get some more. Give me just a second. All right, give one I'll second. We're going to go for this one to get a, an official winner here. Of uh, We're talking with Mr. Miller. Who I'm, I'm assuming there are so many fans and, and people are trying to transfer out there to his school in Arlington so they can get their kid in his class if you're a, a fan of uh, Grizz Nation. But because Johnny cheated, Still you, don't should, know how I you, cheated. you had your phone out. Wait a second. Number one, he didn't tell me to put my phone away. Number two, I was tweeting. Oh, you were tweeting? Yes. <laughs> You've got your, you, I don't think you were tweeting. His, his Twitter looks like a calculator to me. <laughs> That is a Twitter. Okay, this this next one was done. This was done prior to the uh, the game against the Nets earlier in the week. The stats are not one hundred percent accurate on this, but they were as of I believe uh, as of as of Wednesday. All right. Uh, so here 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 goes. In two thousand thirteen, Mike Conley became the Grizzlies' all time steals leader, passing Rudy Gay, who finished his Grizz career with six hundred forty steals. Mike Conley now has 854 steals in his time with the Grizzlies. How many more steals does Mike Conley have in their respective Grizz careers? What do you say? 214. Yes, that's correct. Bam, I'm the winner. Winner, winner, All chicken right, dinner. Congratulations, Johnny Radio. You are the winner. That was fast. Johnny could do pretty well in your in your math class. He, he would do great. He'd be a good second grader. <laughs> Billy Madison. There All right, that, that was uh, tremendous. All right, uh, Mr. Miller, we do appreciate you uh, joining us. It's a lot of fun. It's cool that you're doing that with the kids. But hey, if you want to uh, add it, you could do it for social studies. You know, you could be like, um, you know, so and so from the Grizzlies is from you know what state or what city? It's the capital of what state? Or you could do I don't know what kind of second grade social studies it is. But uh, oh just, yeah, this is this is now this is a takeoff and be, be bigger than this. It's, it's gonna they're, they're going to see a lot of different uh, Grizz problems in there with social studies, science, everything. All right, I love Grizz math because most, most, most. Uh, we appreciate you joining us because I um, mean, usually at this time we're just talking about athletes, but we like talking about mathletes um, as well. So uh, the the combination of it, this is the best, the best uh, use of math and the Grizzlies I've seen in a long time. So, uh, Balaki, how do you say it on that show, the Key the Key and Peele show? I think they say Balake or something. Balake. Coworkers call me that. All right, Mr. Miller, thank you very much. All right, y'all have a good one. Bye-bye. That's Mr. Miller from Arlington teaching those kids. Y'all did a good job. I'm very proud of you guys on the thank you first day of Cerrito uh, Live. Coming up next, we're going to play Hang Up and Listen. The phone number is 360-8255. 360-8255. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. <laughs>